This is WrestleZone Radio, presented by WrestleZone.com. Find us on iTunes. Hello, one and all. This is WrestleZone Radio. I am Harry Kettle, and today we are being joined by a very special guest. She is one of the most exciting young prospects in all of professional wrestling. It is none other than Tessa Blanchard. Tessa, how are you today? Hello, I'm doing well. It's good to be with you guys. It's good to be with you too. And um, one of the main reasons we're on the call today, PCW Ultra. They are going to be having their next show on Friday night. What are your kind of thoughts on PCW? This isn't obviously your first show with them. They're kind of a blossoming independent promotion. What are your thoughts based on what you've experienced so far and what's coming up in the future? Uh, Well, I've just had nothing but a good experience with them. They've been awesome to work with. Uh, I wrestled Chelsea Green last time for their women's championship, for their first ever women's championship, and it was such an honor um, to do that. Uh, they're the premier wrestling company on the West Coast. They're, they've got a huge following. Um, and, you know, everyone Everyone's talking about PCW, so it's really cool to just be a part of it and be the women's champion for them. Now, with the way it works, obviously, in independent wrestling, do you find yourself having favorite promotions, or do you just kind of go from place to place, you know, in, getting a paycheck and enjoying enjoying wrestling, but just kind of thinking, okay, I've got this next show to go to, or do you kind of think when you're going along, okay, I really liked this promotion, or I didn't like this promotion for whatever reason? Um, for the most part, I don't really have many complaints about many of the places that I work for. Uh, I have an agent that handles most of my bookings, so he's able to help me in that aspect, kind of weed out what's a serious booking and what's not. Um, but PCW has been, like I said, nothing but great. Um, from start to finish, from the negotiation process to actually going there and wrestling for them, it's been absolutely amazing. Um and as far as on the indies, you know, I, I really enjoy it. I really enjoy traveling and working show to show and kind of, uh, I guess, getting to travel the world and just living my dream. It's, it's awesome. You mentioned travel there. That's actually um, what I was going to come on to next. What is it like with your travel schedule? Because outside of WWE, where it's kind of 250, 300 days a year, I guess people might be able to have the luxury of doing their own schedule almost like I guess that sometimes you have to be certain places but do you find that you have a lot more kind of freedom and maybe the travel schedule isn't quite as hectic uh, I do have a lot of freedom when it comes to my schedule because if I don't want to take a booking or I don't want to wrestle or I want time off like that's very easy for me because I can just say that but I also I like to stay busy so these past few months have actually been insanely busy, and it's it had me down a little bit at times, where I just need to like just sit there and just take a nap or something. But um, these, since New Orleans, actually, since WrestleMania weekend, I've been on the road every single week, wrestling at least two to three times a weekend. Um, so it's been really, really busy. I've been home maybe like one or two days a week, but I really I can't complain it's a blessing to be busy and if you look at like the wwe schedule they're on the road five six days a week so they have it much much worse but um you know i love it when you love what you do you never work a day in your life 
It's very true. And speaking of being busy, obviously, we're going to be very busy in the next few months building up to All In, which you are going to be a big part of. You were at the press conference. Just how important is this show? I know that a lot of people have been putting a lot of emphasis on it, but are people kind of overestimating it or is it really that kind of huge what's going to be happening on September 1st? Oh my goodness. I so I, I don't think anyone quite understands how huge this is going to be. This is huge for the history of professional wrestling and independent wrestling. Um, it's the largest independent show in the history of professional wrestling, I believe. Um, especially for women's wrestling, it's going to be huge because Cody, Matt, and Nick are giving us the platform to show and ensure that the evolution of women's wrestling is in good hands. And when Cody asked me to be uh, the face of the women on All In, like, I was a little bit taken back because it was super humbling. I felt just like, oh, honestly, I don't even know the words to describe it. I was very, very grateful, very thankful that he believed in me that much. Um, And just to be a part of it, I'm I'm at a loss for words. Yeah. And... We've just spoken a little bit there about history and obviously with professional wrestling, history is always being made on a day-to-day basis. For you, someone who's so young in this business, do you sometimes have to take a step back and think, wow, you know, look at what I've accomplished already and I'm only 22 years old? Or do you think that kind of mentality may kind of cause you to be more complacent? No, I think it's very, very important to remember where you started, where you come from, and the people that helped you get to where you are today. Um, Because with the success and the fame, it's able to happen really, really fast for some people, and it's almost like a switch where you can easily forget all those things and get caught up in in the success. So I always try to take a step back. Sometimes after matches, even, I just, I sit there and I'm just like, oh, thank you God for this life. Like this is, this is amazing. I get to live my dream. I get to travel the world, do what I love, making, make a living out of it. And not everybody gets to do that. So it's a huge, huge blessing. And I think taking that step back and just being very grateful and reminding myself like Tessa, remember where you started. Remember when you were driving the 14 hours for $75, no hotel, sleeping in your car just to turn around, drive 14 hours right back home and training from 5 p.m. until 2 or 3 in the morning with Cedric and Caleb and George. And, you know, I, I try to remind myself of those things because without without those things, I wouldn't be the person that I am today. Without the people, without the struggles, without the tribulations that I went through, I wouldn't be where I am today. And that'll go for five years from now, whatever I go through in the future, that'll take me to where I end up, I guess. One of the most interesting things that I've found about professional wrestlers is that when it comes to asking them about their hobbies and activities and stuff outside of wrestling, a lot of them kind of live breathe and sleep professional wrestling you, you ask some MMA fighters or something like that they'll always have other things they're doing for you personally are you someone that falls into that category you know you don't really have time for other hobbies or interests or do you have stuff that you like to do on your downtime um, I found that when I go through things 
I drowned myself in training, in dieting, in wrestling, in the gym. And I do think that perfecting your craft and working your your craft from day to day, uh, on a day on a daily basis, like I do think that that is what is going to make someone great. And so I do try to do that. But I also think, on another hand, that it's important to have those things outside of wrestling or outside of whatever it is that you're doing in life, like that your passion is, those things outside those hobbies where it's something that just you enjoy, like your me time almost, where you can take a step back and just have that time to yourself. And for me, like, I love to paint. I love theater. Um, I love watching musicals. I love reclining and hiking. I love being out in nature. Um, so I do, I, throughout the week or whenever I'm home, I try to, like, uh, make that time for myself or make that time for me and my friends to just go do something outside of wrestling. And I think that that's good because it helps uh, keep balance. Something that I can imagine you've been asked a million and one times about is obviously the Mae Young Classic. But the thing I'm kind of interested in is when you weren't competing or wrestling, were you kind of sat watching the matches and studying what some of these other women were doing because obviously the experience levels of every woman in that tournament was very different so was it interesting for you as quite a young competitor to look at other matches and think okay the the quality in this one's very high or there's something I can learn from this match or something else oh definitely um I think you can learn something from absolutely anyone, no matter what experience level they're at, um, whether it be in the ring or outside of the ring. And when when I was <coughs> oh, excuse me, I'm getting over this cold. That's okay. Um, when I was in when I wasn't in the ring wrestling during the Mayan Classic, for sure I was in the back either either we were doing pretest tapes or I was watching the other matches. Um, and they picked some of the best female wrestlers in the world. Some of them who I've had the pleasure to share the ring with, some of them that I hope to share the ring with one day. Um, but like I said, I think no matter what, whether someone has been in the business longer than you or for a lesser time than you, I think you can learn something from any of them. And again, something that you probably get asked about a lot is dream goals or you know aspirations. If you could kind of reach the level or stature of anyone in women's wrestling, kind of past or present, what, who would you think that would be? And if, if you can't think of like a specific example, is there kind of a category of a type of female wrestler, you know, like power wrestlers or speed, agility, that kind of thing? Is there kind of a stature you would like to reach in your own career? Well, in a perfect world, I would love to be great at everything. Um, but obviously, I'm not going to be great at everything. But some of the females that I watch are... And honestly, I don't just watch females because I I try to model my style after... I watch... How do I put it? I watch a lot of old-school wrestling. Uh, one of my favorite matches, all by a society, is Star Kate 85, my dad versus my stepdad, Magnum PA versus Polly Blanchard. Um, that match, everything looked so aggressive. The aggression was on. Um, everything looked so real, and it, it just looked like this brutal fight. You know, just if, if someone tripped, it wasn't like, like nowadays, I feel like everything's very perfect. Um, and it's okay to mess up, you know, it makes things 
look even more real. And I, I try to model my style a little bit after that because I want things to be realistic. I want to be in the ring and someone to believe in me and believe the story that we're telling and believe that I, we actually are in this fight. Like, that's what I try to model my style after. And that's why, like, Natty and, and Charlotte, like, I love their style. Charlotte, I believe, is the best right now. And I would love to share the ring with her one day. Um, my favorite wrestler of all time is Johnny Valentine. Uh, a match, I believe, in the 70s, him versus Wahoo McDaniels is one of my favorite matches of all time. Um, and I was actually just talking to Greg Valentine about this not too long ago. I was like, I just have to share with you, like, Johnny is my favorite wrestler of all time. I believe he's the best heel of all time. Um, so it's cool to get to share that with him. And then Karen McDaniels, I told her the same exact thing. I'm just like, oh, I need to tell you guys I love this match. It's good that you're a, you know, wrestling historian. I think that is really important, especially for, you know, the current generation to look back on those matches and that era and take things from that. Um, the, the last thing that we're going to ask you is something that we like to ask everybody. It's quite broad. Um, what do you believe the next 18 to 24 months have in store for Tessa Blanchard? Oh, see, that's a tough one because I try not to get my hopes up too high with anything because I'll never get let down that way. Um, I Honestly, I just take things day by day. I try not to look farther than at least five years into the future, but my dad always tells me to try to have a five-year plan. But honestly, lately especially, I've just been taking things day by day. I'm very grateful for the past and the way things have happened along my journey. Um, you know, in 2013, I thought that I was going to get signed by WWE right after my tryout. And it didn't happen. And honestly, I was very blessed. Like, looking back, I feel very blessed because I've had the opportunities to travel the world, wrestle some of the best guys and some of the best girls in the world. And I think all of that, accumulatively, has made me the woman, the athlete, the wrestler that I am today. And so I try to just live things day by day and just go to God for advice and pray for the best. So honestly, that's a really hard question. (laughs) 